This is a Capricorn FM podcast. But let's continue talking here on Progressive Talk. So let's look at the Office of the Public Protector. The Public Protector hosted a webinar focusing on the use of official languages in the public administration. And we're looking at these issues. And uh, that is also affecting how it's affecting the use of official languages, including those of the Koi and San communities where matters of good governance are concerned. Public Protector Advocate Busiswim Kwebane joins us on the line. Public Protector, good evening. Welcome to Progressive and Talk. Good evening to your listeners. Good evening, good evening. Talk to us about your, your the webinar that you had today looking at official languages and how they're used in public administration. Yes, um, we had the webinar because the public protector in terms of section 182.4 of the constitution, we need to be accessible and the access it also includes the issue of um, usage of indigenous languages. And I'm saying indigenous because uh, Flo Maseve corrected us that we c- let's not use vernacular because vernacular regards uh, uh, like it's uh, making our languages to be regarded as if they are substandard to uh, the other languages. But then the intention was uh, to determine um, the usage of languages and its impact on service delivery and good governance. And service delivery meaning uh, whether uh, people, where they access services of uh, government, uh, are they spoken to in the languages which they would understand so that they can exercise their rights and they would know as well that the services they are receiving are the services which... um, they, they are meant to, to receive mm. and so that they can also be able to hold the public to account. Mm. So that's one of Vision 2023 of the Public Protector, the issue of access. Mm. Because we are saying access is not only about buildings, uh, it's not only about um, offices, but access is also about the issue of the language. And we said, you know, when you speak to somebody in the language they understand or in their mother tongue, as President uh, Mandela said, mm. Um, you speak to the to the to the heart of mm. that person, and the person will understand properly. Okay. But also, we were checking um, compliance by government mm. uh, in usage of uh, the uh, uh, indigenous languages and treat all the official languages equally. Mm. Mm. And, um, and do you find this compliance uh, public protector? Yes, we do have a number of complaints relating to issues of languages. Mm. We had a complaint uh, we received last year from the University of Northwest in Pontchartrain, where the students were complaining about uh, being taught in Africans, uh, whereas it's very difficult for them to, uh, you know, uh, understand uh, because you find very technical subjects like your engineering science and uh, they are being taught in Africans, whereas when they write exams, so they write in English mm. and uh, that is investigated by our Northwest office. We also had a complaint from the Shu and, and Kwe in the Northern Cape, uh, which are some of the languages which are spoken by uh, the uh, Khoi and the San communities mm-hmm. in the Northern Cape. And that one is even worse because uh, you'd find that uh, they are, the, the, the kids are even compelled to speak uh, or to study in Africans mm-hmm. and the other languages, English, so they don't do, or they can't use their indigenous uh, languages. Whereas in terms of the constitution, the 
the, all the languages, even besides the official languages, but any other language which is utilized, because the language is very critical yes. uh, to identify a person and for a person's culture, uh, culture and uh, 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 self-esteem. All right. And we're still talking to the public protector here at Progressive Talk. Right. We're still talking to the public protector advocate with Swim Kuban. Now, public protector, the in terms of complying, uh, I see one thing that you're noting and also corroborated by Pensalb is that uh, some government departments are not complying with the acts that are there on the official on the use of official languages. Yes, definitely. I actually, it's Pencil's um, investigation or research mm. which uh, revealed that because the policy or the legislation which is uh, enforcing Section 6 of the Constitution, um, which is this uh, the Use of Official Languages Act, um, compels state institutions to as to have a, a language policy mm. and also compels them to at least use uh, three uh, official languages in their communication i mean you'd find then that a lot of those service uh, delivery related departments uh, they are not complying because if you check uh, issues of abosasa abo uif any pamphlet or any communication most of the time is in english and the challenge is are people who are recipients of those services understanding what is expected from them and you'd find that um, they don't understand uh, unless then somebody else explain to them what uh, they are expected to produce the documentation and you'd find that people um they uh, their applications mm. for maybe social grant, UIF, mm. any service is rejected because um, the person is not complying or doesn't understand the requirements of whatever service they, they, they apply for. All right. Thank you very much, Public Protector. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Good evening. That is the Public Protector Advocate, Busiswem Kwebani, talking to us about the webinar that they had. Of course, there's been Heritage Month as well, and looking at issues around languages. There were other role players that plays in that space of languages and language use. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.